That was Bronster Bridge with Another Galaxy from their most recent album, Made in Space. 
My name is Karin Zoe Lee. You're listening to Night Ride FM, and tonight is my future 80s records special. And all the artists you're going to be hearing tonight are on the future 80s label, uh, including my special guest, Back From 84, who uh, came out with the uh, Sleepless Nights Volume 1 EP last year. It was absolutely beautiful. Very dreamy. Anyway, he's going to be on the show later on, and uh, I'm going to play something brand new for you manhattan did a collab with the last years this is a new single called wired to each other
That was Manhattan and the Last Years with Wired to Each Other. And I believe that just came out today, didn't it? <laughs> I'm glad I was on top of that one. I love Future 80s. There's like two sounds that comes out of Future 80s. It's this, this dreamy time cop sort of sound or, or this this synth pop. And uh, you know who else is on the label? Micro Matt Scenes. And there's so many of us that really love the new Back to School album that he just came out with. And I'm so sad that the, the uh, crates... It didn't make its goal. I think we got 25, 26 people out of 100 that we needed to make the project happen. And uh, I think I'm going to start beating on some people's doors. Dream Electric, I'm coming after you first. <laughs> You've printed off so many projects that I love, and I think you're going to love this one too. This is uh, from Back to School, Micro Matt Scenes with Position Chrome. Play. The song was resonating in my 
That was Position Chrome from Micro Matt Scenes from his most recent album, Back to School, and I want that so badly on vinyl. We'll figure this out, dude. We are going to figure this out. I want that. Need to have it on vinyl. All right, up next, Kratron just had an album come out 2020. Yes, uh, Noir City. If, uh, if you got that, you probably know the track Hero, and that's probably one of my favorites. This is Kratron with Hero. Hero from Kratron from Noir City just released that album this year. Man, that was epic. <laughs> All right, let's cool off just a little bit. I want to play you something from Midnight Driver, Mr. Future 80s Records himself. And of course, this is uh, the root of their sound. Uh, I love this one. This is from Cruise FM. This is Midnight Driver with Electric Dreams.
That was Electric Dreams from Midnight Driver. And uh, that was from Cruise FM, the album that he released this year. I want to keep this vibe going. I have one from Cyberwalker. I absolutely love this. This is Beyond the Sky.
that was Beyond the Sky by Cyberwalker. And uh, that was from uh, his most recent album. What was it called? The End of the Universe. Coming up next, we have one from Ron Cannon called uh, Beware the Streets.
That was Beware the Streets from Ron Cannon, his most recent album, Slasher. And uh, I've got one more for you before I bring out my guest. This is Don. We all love Don. <laughs> Don came out with an album this year called Distance. And this is one of my favorite tracks, Flying to Noir.
that was done with Flying to Noir from his album from this year, Distance. So check that out. And uh, yeah, my guest back from 84, he's going to be on in just a minute, but I want to play you something from him. This is uh, Hollywood Dreams featuring Matt Sky. This is his most played song on Spotify right now.
And that was Hollywood Dreams from back from 84 from his EP from last year, Sleepless Nights. And of course, my guest of the hour is back from 84. Hello. How are you doing? Hey, hey, thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to, to finally get someone from a future 80s here on the show. Yeah, awesome. I'm happy to be here. I've uh, I've been on the website a couple times on, and listened to a few of your shows, so I appreciate the invite. Uh, last Friday, last Friday was Bandcamp Friday, and uh, and I, I picked up the cassette for uh, the Sleepless Nights EP that you put out last year. So how did uh, how did this come about? I noticed you worked with a, a vocalist named Matt Sky on a few of those tracks. Um, yeah, um, so Matt's in the UK, and um, I found him on SoundCloud um, when I started writing the music for Sleepless Nights. I kind of wanted to incorporate vocals, and I was kind of looking for someone to partner up with, but um, I found out he is a synthwave producer as well. You know, he was starting to produce synthwave at the time, and he liked my music, and I really liked his vocals, so we decided to partner up on a couple of records, and um, yeah, we, we came out with The Sleepless Nights, and um, it seems to be pretty popular, even still a year later, so I'm, I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. So did he help produce the music part of that too? Or? Um, no. Um, so he pretty much, I would finish the record. I'd produce the record and um, I'd send it to him. And he kind of takes some time um, to figure out where he wanted the song to go. He'd write the lyrics and um, he would record. He'd send the lyrics back to me and I'd basically piece everything together from what he sent me. And it worked really well um, and I'd send everything back to him and approve, approve it with him before, obviously. Um, we might be working together in the future again sometime. We'll see. Yeah, I, I really like his singing. Who did the, the vocals for uh, Lifeline in 2018? So the vocals for Lifeline were sent to me by a friend. Um, actually, um, it's kind of a weird situation. Um, he said, Hey, uh, I have a vocal acapella, see what you can do with it. And the track wasn't even supposed to be released. So I'm not too sure who did the vocals for Lifeline, but, uh, he sent me the acapella. So I came up with something for it and, um, I ended up releasing it on SoundCloud first, kind of just, you know, messing around. It got great attention from people and I decided, Oh, well, maybe I should send it to a label. I found Future 80s records and I said, oh, well, you know, give it a listen, see what you think. You know, if there's anything you can do with it, you know, that'd be awesome. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, you know, we can release it as a single. And I wasn't even expecting that. Um, and the track seemed to do pretty well. So I was pretty happy with that. And uh, one of my friends that I was working with at the time who was helping me uh, do some audio engineering uh, work for it, um, we, we kind of decided to work on other projects as well, um, kind of similar to Lifeline probably not going to be releasing anything from that project for a while so hollywood dreams has goodness now what more than like eighty-five thousand plays on spotify by now how, how did that one single seem to rocket up above the others um that's a great question um i'm not too entirely sure to be honest with you i think it was literally just by circumstance and i, I think that uh there there is a youtuber that um made a Really awesome video. I'm not too sure what the movie was. I think it's a 90s movie, funny enough, with an 80s track. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it it vibes and it works. And I think that she kind of helped with the exposure for that track, believe it or not. 
Um, I've, I've spoken to her a few times and she's awesome and she uh, supports a lot of other synthwave artists. But I think that uh, between that and um, the label, you know, just posting videos and doing basic social media stuff um, really kind of skyrocketed that track. And I think just people are starting to find it now and kind of figure out who I am and what kind of music I do like a year later. So I love this song. I love the EP. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I bought it. I can't wait to get the the cassette yeah you're part of my cassette collection now we will be when it gets here <laughs> i appreciate that yeah i appreciate that we we came out with the cassettes um not too long ago and i wasn't even expecting that you know at all either i, I said hey when i when i release sleepless nights you know what will be will be and um i didn't expect it to be as popular as it is now so i'm, I'm grateful for that yeah there's just there's so much so much out there and i feel bad when i miss a release when it happens if it's talked about enough, it'll come out at some point. And now here I'm having you on the show a year later, but I'm, I'm glad I got the physical release. I, I have to wonder though, um, who are your, uh, your influences within the scene? A lot of my influences are seventies artists, disco era music. Oh, okay. Well, even outside the scene, but a lot of artists within the scene, uh, when I started to kind of, uh, I, I started from producing trance music years ago. Uh, I was big into, uh, like EDM stuff. And when I found Synthwave, I, it was during the early Time Cop and Mitch Murder. Okay, like, like 2014? Yeah, about 2014, 2015. Um, I was big into Mitch Murder and I just love his production style. It's so clean and uh, crisp in terms of um, processing and, and production. And then obviously, you know, everyone loves the Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, they're they're another huge influence on me um endless summer was an amazing album probably one of my favorite top favorites um i really like thought beans as well oh yeah love them and arcade high i love them too yeah they're <laughs> awesome <laughs> they're awesome of course i love you know time cop ollie ride all, all those guys are uh, they're awesome great producers um great vocalists so i take a little bit of inspiration from everywhere so i think that's that's kind of how I created Sleepless Nights. I, I was listening to so much music and um, I just started writing. And the whole the whole point of the album, I mean, was just to, to kind of create something dreamy and nostalgic. Yeah, it's definitely dreamy. I, I felt kind of a Time Cop feel from it just because the first things that attracted me to Time Cop was that uh, kind of chill night feel. And I have this this Spotify playlist that I've been adding to for years, and it's called Seattle Night Lamborghini Cruise. And I this whole I haven't updated it in a while, but this whole EP would just fit right on that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've created a little Spotify playlist of uh, all my favorites. If I were to even try and go through it, it would probably take me days upon days. Yeah, I keep I keep several. I've got at least a dozen that I've made myself, and then I've bookmarked like every playlist that everybody's come out with so you said 70s influences who from the who from the 70s i'm just curious oh yeah absolutely um gap band zap and roger i mean old school funk music from from cali i really like earth wind and fire i can just go on and on and on but i take you know a lot of the the funk influences from them and um i try to incorporate some of that in my music as well growing up my all my mother played was disco so Mine too. <laughs> got used. To, I just kind of got used to it. Um, disco and, and and funk. You know that that was that was all I heard when I was a kid. So I think that's uh, that's rubbed off on me. So when did the interest in trance come about? 
Oh, wow. Uh, that was probably like 2006. I was a huge fan of Tiesto and Armin Van Buren, the guys from uh, Netherlands that uh, were just booming back then. And my, one of my uncle, one of my uncles, uh, purchased a uh, vinyl record of Armin Van Buren's *A State of Trance*, and uh, I was just playing it on repeat over and over and over again. I became obsessed with trance music and got into DJing and uh, producing some early work on, you know, some of the older programs that were out then. But I did that for quite a while, and um, yeah, somehow found synthwave and love it, and uh, started making synthwave inspired, you know, '80s inspired music. So. Yeah, that, that's so interesting to see people come from different backgrounds because some people um, come from a very musical, like physical instruments and, and others found their way like during the electronic period and know everything about the technology. It's, it's fascinating to me, all the different the different origins that are possible when we come into synthwave just because it's, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm an instrumentalist, you know, I, I play piano drums and playing drums for you know uh 17 years now oh, so wow. yeah it's uh music's been a part of my life for many years so why not write my own right yeah absolutely is this your first time doing solo work have you been in bands before i have yes i i played drums in a few bands back in high school um probably nothing anybody would like um probably <laughs> you know heavy metal stuff you know, like Metallica inspired stuff, you know, White Snake, stuff like that. I like all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, no, all that stuff's awesome. Um, yeah, def definitely uh, been doing music for many years now. So, so you went from this this metal band, and and now you're playing this very dreamy synthwave. <laughs> do you think you might merge it? Are you still into metal? Would you do like a metal uh, synth? Um, pro I don't know, probably not. Like, uh, I don't know. I know there's some synthwave uh, artists that kind of merge the two. I believe one, what is it? One dancing with the dead, I believe. Or uh, dance with the dead and uh, yeah, carpenter yeah. brutes, another one. Yeah. I've, I've heard some of their stuff and it's, it's awesome. And, uh, I mean, kudos to them for being able to, to merge the two sounds. Um, I probably couldn't do it even if I tried, but I think it's awesome. And I support those artists as well. Absolutely. Mm, I, I like the dreamy sound myself. I, I think Carpenter Brute and, and all of them are amazing. I just uh, personally, I don't reach for the aggressive tunes when I'm looking for music for myself. Yeah, I, I could second that. Yeah, I agree with that. Most of the the stuff I have um, coming up for the the second EP is is pretty dreamy stuff. You know, some slow stuff here and there, but mostly dreamy stuff. <laughs> I love that. When uh, when can we expect to look out for that new EP next year? Um, probably. Yeah, I would say so. Um, it's entirely up to the label on what they want to do. You know, there's, there's an, a Sleepless Nights Volume 2 coming, um, that's going to have uh, a lot of vocals, um, some collabs and, um, some different stuff on it, but probably maybe March next year, I would say. Awesome. Look out for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have some good stuff on there and, and hopefully, hopefully everyone will like it. Um, I'm working with uh, Cyberwalker actually on a few more trancey style records that will probably um, be on there as well. Cyberwalker, yeah, another future eighties. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's awesome, and uh, he comes from the the trance scene like me. So. Oh, cool! So it's like speaking the same language. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so the new single, "Summer Storming," from uh, earlier uh, July was it July? I think. 
Um, yeah, that's that's a new one, and then I, I have another new one actually coming out before um, before Christmas. So, oh, yeah, very nice. Um, it's called Cherry Cocaine. <laughs> cool, <It's>, very Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a track I did with a, uh, an artist named Cash and he's in the UK as well. Just, just completed, I mean, two days ago. So cool. Is it a, is it a Christmas song? <laughs> 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 it's a name, like, Jerry <laughs> um, you never know. Electronic I mean, music. Y- y- you'd think it is a Christmas song. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it's a, uh, it's kind of, it's a strange record for me, to be honest. Um, it's. It's not really dreamy, but it's more upbeat and funky and um, has uh, some really interesting, uh, heavy processed vocals that I think fit very well. Uh, Cash is super talented and um, he he nailed it on this record. And I think that uh, folks will like it. At the end of the day, it's not usually what I normally do, um, but it's different and uh, I don't mind that. So, No, I like different, especially, you know, the longer you stay in the scene, the more you start to hear the same things. Right. And and funk has just been kind of coming out of the woodwork over the last year. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, it sure has. Um, a lot of, uh, I'm starting to hear a lot of new Jack Swing, a lot of uh, 90s inspired sounds to kind of come around. So that's that's cool as well. Yeah. It's like a, our nostalgia is moving forward a little bit out of the mm-hmm. 80s into the early 90s. Absolutely.
So this, uh, you said it was a new EP or new album? Uh, the Sleepless Nights Volume 2 for, are you talking about for next year or, or the yeah. single? Yeah, Sleepless yeah, Nights. Next, Sleepless Nights two. Volume 2, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. And it's going to be uh, a little more retro wave, less synth poppy than the first. But overall, I, I I think it's my best work yet. So we'll see. That's great to hear. That's That's what we want. And if you feel that way about your music, then I think you are. That's up to you. <laughs> I tr- I try, you know. I'm I'm not trying to be uh, super competitive. At the end of the day, I kind of uh, y- you might see. I know a lot of folks ask, you know, why I don't post much. Um, I'm super busy majority of the time, and um, when I finally get the time to get in the studio and kind of work on music, it's it's usually super late, and hence the sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> Has the the quarantine or the lockdown changed your your productivity at all? Oh yeah, it's definitely slowed me down. Um, uh, I'm a first responder, so I work crazy long shifts, and um, it's pretty much kept me away from home most days. So I haven't had wow. much time to work on music, but uh, when I do, you know, it's always enjoyable, and it's usually 12 hours in the studio, 12 hours out of the studio. So, wow, goodness, that's that's long hours on both sides, at least. Oh, it is absolutely. <laughs> And you, you've you've got a baby now. I do, yeah. He's five months old now, so yeah. Time is time is moving fast. I remember when we first brought him home, and I I didn't know what to do. So now I'm starting to become, I guess, a more experienced parent. So <laughs> trying to our, our biggest our biggest thing now is is trying to manage sleep. Naps are important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you'll clear the six month mark, and and the baby starts sleeping through the night. A little bit better. That's oh, what yeah. I remember. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, so. I think it was six months for us. My my child is five now. He's uh, oh, he's wow. absolutely sleeping through the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's been a journey. It's nothing like I thought it would be. And I didn't think it would be as difficult um, trying to manage sleep schedules uh, and stuff like that for babies. I mean, taking care of a a baby in general. Um, when you when you have children of your own, I think it's uh, kind of like a shock. You know, you look at everyone else who has children, and it's like, oh, I guess I could do that. Mm-hmm. Of course, people aren't walking around complaining like, "Yep, I didn't get sleep for the first year of this kid's life." Like oh, nobody yeah. talks about that. Nobody nobody talks about those important things like you're up all night, you're you know changing diapers all the time. You know, you're trying to figure out why the baby's upset. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can't. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing is um, gripe water has been awesome during these time periods yeah that saved us a couple times <laughs> yeah it works it does sometimes that, that severe lack of sleep is a legitimate form of mental torture oh it is absolutely <laughs> it is my wife stays home full-time with him and um you know there's days that she doesn't sleep for you know all days at a time <laughs> so yeah that was me <laughs> i think we yep. lived in the living room for like the first month because i didn't really have a good like co-sleeping system i slept on the couch and he slept in the bassinet yep same thing for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah he sleeps in his his big boy crib now so it's it's a good thing we we utilized yeah we utilized the bassinet for a long time so yeah we did too i don't even know if he was in a crib by six months maybe yeah i think that was about when we started letting him sleep on his own because he would he would sleep for like seven hours six seven hours on his own at night yeah, that was nice. That was a game changer. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, yeah. Those, those things are awesome because you know you can just tend to baby when he gets upset. So 
Well, that's that's amazing that you know you, you're a first responder, you have an infant, and you've still been productive with music during this lockdown. I mean, that's the heck of a year you've had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I try. You know, I, I do the best I can, and I've kind of kind of been a little silent for a while. Um, you know, I'm really uh, maybe anal retentive about my music, and, and I don't want to release um, bad records, so I kind of obsess over each record. You know, probably for months at a time until I decide it's it's good to release. So, that's a good way to go. Take your time. Don't rush any of it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, a guest on earlier this year, uh, Swayze. And he and uh, Eliana D'Angelo were working on a Halloween funk album. It's December. It's still not done. We're still like, yeah, take your time with it. Don't release it until you're ready. It doesn't matter if it's Halloween record. <laughs> Wait yeah, for it. <laughs> that was that was the same thing with with Sleepless Nights, the, the first volume. I mean, it was uh, we're going to release it in March. Nope, we're going to release it in in August. Nope. Well, yeah, that's kind of how it went. Yeah, yeah. I think I was just telling my guests last week. I I don't know why people put the pressure on themselves to get an album out like every year or so. If you do, and that's your pace, great. But if you're not there yet. I don't, I don't like to see artists compare themselves to each other, you know, on, on any level. Yep, I agree with that 100%. Um, I, I do see that a lot, and um, I'd rather hear, like, five awesome tracks than hear, like, three albums that kind of really don't go anywhere. Yeah, I, I think followed artists that have uh, released, like, one good single a year, but it's good enough that I still follow them, you know, I'll keep an eye out for new stuff. Right, no, absolutely, I mean... Singles, singles are great. I mean, if, if I could release singles all the time, I would because I have a ton of music that's ready to go. Trying to put everything together to fit an album is, is difficult because I may have like 30 tracks done and um, there's only like maybe 10 that I want to put on there. I think that's pretty common though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is for the most part from other producers I speak, I speak with, yeah. It does make me a little sad though, knowing that there's so much that I'm never going to hear. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe. I mean, um, I, I, I do post music, like um, upload to YouTube and stuff. Stuff that it's, un, you know, that I haven't released through a label, I'll, I'll put on YouTube. Like remixes, um, it's difficult to release a remix through a record label. So um, I'll usually post those on YouTube because that's one of my favorite things. I love doing remixes. Yeah, I think even um, like an album that's just remixes might be easier that way if you have a bunch of them. Rather than trying to do it all, uh, or trying to do them one by one. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I have to ask, <laughs> changing topics a little bit, the significance of, of the name that you chose back from 84. I was, I was debating with somebody, is, is, isn't it too, back to 84? I'm like, no, it's back from 84. Shouldn't be back to 84? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess it, it kind of in my mind, like I, I was obsessed with, <laughs> don't laugh at me now. Um, I was obsessed with time travel. When That's I started. not funny. I'm obsessed with time travel. Keep going. Yeah, I was obsessed with time travel. Um, and in in my um, creative mind, I had, I guess, come back from 84 with all of the musical knowledge that I gained in the year 84 and to the present now creating this kind of music, if that makes any sense. that's That makes perfect sense. And exactly how I thought of it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's it's not just nostalgia taking you back to 1984. That's that's what you would Correct. have said. <laughs> yeah, you came from eight. See, yeah, there we go. I came from 84, <laughs> and now here's here's what I've learned in 84, and now and now here's what we 
we can do now. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the approach I took with the, with the, with the name. So goodness, uh, with your, with your job and now that you're a dad, well, I guess that happened during the pandemic, but, uh, before the pandemic, were you, uh, were you still DJing clubs or anything? Um, no, I slowed down on that, uh, quite a few years ago. Yeah, I stopped uh, producing trance music and stuff like that. I actually released a bunch of uh, music under um, some of the trance record labels like Armada, Black Hole Recordings years ago, um, under a different name, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I've had some of my music featured on the State of Trance um, radio cool. show and stuff like that. So, yeah, but that's that's the past. So. But I'm 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 happy that I got to do that kind of stuff because I think it just made me a better producer and artist. So has the the lockdown and the lack of live shows made you possibly think about getting back into it? Um, you know, at one point I was thinking about doing a. I, I see some artists they'll do live videos of DJ sets and stuff like that. I was trying to figure out how to how to do the same thing, but live. But um, I'm really not that social media savvy and stuff like that so i don't really know how to set all that stuff up um but you That'd know a I have, great idea though. yeah i think it would be fun um you know but instead of playing trance music i'd play synthwave um you know kind of just do like a dj mix set of synthwave music yeah that would be cool yeah i mean i have turntables and all and all that stuff um still so i, I do jam out occasionally from time to time yeah we got we got to get you on something like that because if, if you aren't using social media that much and um and, you know, that's understandable. This year, I think a lot of people have dropped off, even the ones that haven't had children. If we can we can get you in people's ears somehow. I, I know uh, Starfarer does these synthwave nights, and I think Night Ride puts them on occasionally. If oh, you're Star interested. Fairy, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah I've, I've seen some of his stuff before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I think some of the artists, because they're all over the world, and Starfarer is, I believe, he's either in my time zone, Pacific or Central. California, probably Pacific. So a lot of the artists from all over the world can't really be exactly live at that time. So they'll do a pre-recorded set and they'll they'll air it. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I think there, there's a there's a guy on Instagram. I, I got to follow him when I find him again. But he <laughs> he plays synthwave on, on vinyl and he has the old school technique 1200 turntables and he's always jamming out all the time and i keep seeing him in my feed but i haven't had a chance to follow him so but i, I would love to do something like that i think it would be cool that would be cool it's been a pretty une uneventful year for me um besides uh, a few a few of the things i've been doing lately some of the collabs and stuff but uh yeah i mean i'm, I'm just happy in general to to be back working on music and and looking forward to a release date for the next dp so yeah, Let's see, tentatively March. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll we'll aim for that. And uh, I mean, nine times out of ten, it, it, it it'll probably be later because I'm a perfectionist, or at least I try to be. Yeah, that's fine. Take your time. So, Sleepless Nights at Volume Two coming 2021. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate you having me on the show. I um, I've never done anything like this before, so it's always awesome to to be a little more vocal, I suppose. So yeah, uh, well, thank you for coming on. I'm I'm so glad to finally have somebody from Future 80s label. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. And let's see. I'm gonna play us out with a song. Hmm. What should I play? What do you think? Uh, the Christmas song. <laughs> the Christmas song. If I have it, Christmas song. See, I didn't know if it was a Christmas song. I didn't know if like cherry cocaine was some sort of backwards joke about snow. 
<laughs> no, every everyone's gonna think it's a Christmas song. I guarantee that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for your EP next year, Sleepless Nights, Volume Two. And in the meantime, we'll get a sneak peek at the new song, Cherry Cocaine by Back From 84. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and have a good night. Dancing to the rhythm, moving to the beat, I'm body to body, can you feel the heat?
That was back from 84 with Cherry Cocaine featuring Cash. And he informed me earlier this afternoon that uh, they've decided to change that to All Night Long. So that's back from 84 with All Night Long featuring Cash. It's going to be on the album that comes out next year. Awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. Back from 84. Maybe we'll have you again in the next year. So I'm going to play I'm gonna play a few more songs. Three. Let's have three more songs. Why not? <laughs> Let's have one more from Micro Matt Scenes from that that awesome Back to School album. Um, let's have the collab with Bronster Bridge. They did a song together called Wherever You Are. Wherever you are, wherever, 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 w
That was Wherever You Are by Micro Matt Scenes featuring Bronster Bridge. Oh, one of my favorite collabs. God, I want that on vinyl. Damn it. We've got to figure that out. We have got to figure that out. <laughs> Joe, Jules, I want that. Don't you guys want that on vinyl? Dream Electric. I'm hitting that up. <laughs> oh, so uh, I played a new one from Manhattan today, but I haven't talked about what they released last year. They had an album, uh, Blue Sky Girl, and this is one of my favorites, A Kind of Freedom.
That was a kind of freedom by Manhattan. Manhattan. From Blue Sky Girl, released earlier this year. Uh, just got a couple more for you. We have another one by Midnight Driver, the uh, man behind Future 80s Records. Um, once again from Cruise FM, this is a song called Neon City Lights.
That was Neon City Lights by Midnight Driver. And if you haven't picked up Cruise FM yet, you should do it. It's on the Future 80s Bandcamp page. All right. I want to thank you all for tuning in, for listening, for hanging out. My name is Karen Zoe Lee, and you're listening to Night Ride FM. And of course, I want to thank my guest back from 84 for, for hanging out with me tonight, for telling me everything about what's going on with you. So next year, we'll be looking for that, that new EP, that Sleepless Nights Volume 2 back from 84 and uh, I'm going to leave you with one more song from another future 80s artist this is Cyberwalker with Edge of the Universe have a good night everybody